This is Sometimes Offensive. I am Blake Archer. With me will be Daharan Bivens. Really hope you enjoy this one. We had a good time doing it. Best way to support the podcast at the moment is to like the podcast, subscribe to it, tell your friends about it, spread the word, let everyone you know know how great this show is. Thank you all so much. Hope you enjoy. That's her, uh, that's her mother's side. Or, yeah, mother's side of the family. Her dad's side of the family is the one we were going to go on the cruise with. Yeah. <laughs> there is, so, is, uh, as bad as this sounds. What, are they going to hear this? They might listen to it. Um, as bad as, th- they all know I didn't want to go. <laughs> um, so as bad as this sounds, I know COVID has been bad for a lot of people. First of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Cheers. It's good to see you. Yeah. Um, So. Good. Hold on. I know COVID's been bad for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And I feel bad for those people. I honestly look at it as a blessing for me. Why do you say that? Well, I count not going on the cruise as one of those (laughs) blessings. (laughs) And second of all... um, I don't know, man. Getting to stay home with the fam has obviously been nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the biggest one, though, has been, I think, I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but learning to code. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Um, but no, it's been great. You know, I, I think within the next year, I'll be able to actually look for something good. But yeah. uh, no, I, uh, I haven't been trying to waste it, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think, I think a lot of people have in the sense of they've just used it as a vacation and tons of people kicked back and done nothing. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm thankful that, cause that is something I could have easily done. And that's, I procrastinate far too much. So that's something that like, I mean, I spend three or four hours a day doing different kind of lessons and everything. Mm -hmm. So like I enjoy it. And that, that is where I'm like without COVID. Would you have like been able to try it? I think I would have tried it at some point, but I wouldn't be nearly as far along as I am. Right. I, and that's, I mean, obviously everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. I guess the world getting coronavirus was uh, so that I could learn how to code. <laughs> learn how to code. It's the only reason. Okay. No, honestly, I think, uh, I mean, in a way too, I know it helped me like uh, just finishing up school. Cause Why is that? Just because like with that, so the class, like I was, one of the classes like I was taking, mm-hmm. like... So you know how like you're trying to work and then like go to class so those class kids like they're getting like that weird part of the day. Like I don't know, it just never quite works out well and I feel like mm-hmm. like specifically like w- with the bar, there's more money like towards the end of the day and on the weekends. Right. And so when you have those classes that kind of trickle into that, you know, not counting like travel time, but you know like if you're making it there like five, six o'clock, it's like dinner's kind of already started like that evening crowd mm-hmm. and even though it's not on the weekend it's just like now you're pushed into working on the weekend yeah if that makes sense so you can never like quite get ahead with the class work. well that's that is the tough thing about work in school yeah. right is i mean you have to schedule your work around school yeah so just, i mean especially with being a server yeah. like it's great that you can pick up night shifts to work in, right and with, but, yeah even look cracker bro like what during the week the busiest time is the morning yeah breakfast 100 percent and so I it's mean, like I even weekend I would say yeah most of the time sometimes every now and then you'll get a random night that's busier and yeah. you make better money but I, it for the most part you're taking a money hit regardless because yeah. of school so. but, and you see but it's like you know with that class it's like class starts at 10 30 or mm-hmm. 11 you're like ah, dude I, that's right when I would be like you know you can't really leave or that 12 o'clock class dude, I tried that one year two two years ago 
I tried to, I had class at one o'clock mm-hmm. and I tried to leave every day at 12. This is when Jerry was uh, a manager there. Oh, God. It was the worst thing ever. Well, how are you going to leave at 12, though? So it Did used, you get him to schedule you that? Mm-hmm. Really? And so, like, and it was always kind of dying down. And I used to always ask someone, like, to take, uh, like, my last tables. Mm-hmm. So I would have everything kind of already done to where I can leave at 12. And he, dude, I don't know, because he, he kind of, like, bothered me because there, that's when Kevin worked there. And when, all right, so when Kevin used to work over at, what was it, UPS or FedEx, he worked somewhere else like that. He would let Kevin leave at any point in time, bro. No side work, no rolling, no checkout, just grab tips and go. And he said, because he has to get to his other job. So I was like, okay, I expect that same courtesy if I'm going to school. Yeah. I did not get it. And it used to eat me up, bro. And I was just like. Did Kevin open though? Uh, no, he came in the same time that I did okay. at this point in time. So uh, now he may have started opening later. I, I don't remember. Right, right, but Because right. I used to come in at 6 during the week. This mm-hmm. is when I was waiting to go back to school. Mm-hmm. I just finished like, with ball and I was coming back. And so I was like, dude, and, and I, I, I couldn't understand it. And it just it bothered me a lot. Side note. <laughs> but Which probably half the people listen will have no idea what we're talking about. But, yeah, you know, but oh just well. that, that schedule. So COVID helped me because like then – Everything went online, mm-hmm. so they gave you like these like due dates instead of like some just popping up in class where you're trying to force stuff in. So it's like, oh, okay. Were you still able to learn that way? I mean, for me, yes, because all right. So I'm definitely like I I like online in the sense of in a classroom there's a lot more pressure, mm-hmm. um, and like and I feel like it's like you physically feel the pressure yep. of like just the tension that builds like a, a professor because they because they always have that excuse of well were you in lecture. Mm-hmm. I, I went over this already. That, that's like their fallback. Yeah. And I feel like you're always kind of like, yeah, but I didn't like fully get it that day or something like that. When you go to them, they say, well, why don't you come to me afterwards? Yeah. Well, yeah, man, I got to get to work though. And they're like, and you're like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm here now. Like I'm asking you now. So I just feel like it's like a weird tension slash pressure that kind of builds. But like online, it's kind of, they, it's almost like they're more courteous of your time away and so they're like hey a week from today you're gonna have this so in your head you know you can like because i love like having a planner and kind of like going out though they give you a syllabus Mm -hmm. like you know how how much that syllabus gets altered all year like they're like okay i actually went ahead and covered two sections of this today so we're gonna bump up the test three days yeah which actually happened Mm -hmm. and i was just like no, no, okay, you know, I was banking on those, you know, two extra days. I figured, you know, I would spend another day working all day. Then I would, you know, then use my other day, study days. Yeah. So, no, no, but sure, yeah, bump it up three days. Who cares? That's, uh, I'm glad you took advantage of it at least. Yeah. But I also <laughs> think, too, you're different in the sense of, like, you're more of a dedicated individual, right, yeah. I, would, I would say, than the average person. So... Thanks, man. Uh, no, dude, of course. Um, yeah. But I think anybody that knows you would say that, so I don't yeah. think that's a big deal. Um, but so for you to be given this online course and, hey, it's doing a week, I think you know how to spend your time and, you know, maybe you do it all last minute, but you know that you're going to yeah. get it done. That's kind of like, yeah, when I texted you the other day, I was like, look, man, this calculus. <laughs> and it's, dude, it got on me so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, not to cut it off. Not no, cut you're okay. off. Uh, but yeah, like I had, because he, he came out hot. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, uh, he was like, we're going to have one every day. And this is not a joke. 
since we were just talking about like adjusting times, he literally went in and adjusted all all the times to so how everything was spaced out. He bumped it all up to one day. Keep in mind, we just started class Monday. Yeah, and I was like, so imagine, and he, then he sent like fifteen different emails. Mm-hmm. Like, make sure you click onto the Zoom call. Make sure you go through the syllabus and make sure you like you have the assignments. I was like, just imagine if I wouldn't have checked it again like that night. Like, imagine the person that waited till the next morning to look. Yeah, like. They honestly probably crapped a brick right there and yeah. were like, what is it? Because it was all due that night. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, and then I just, thankfully, I just emailed him and I requested an extension. Mm-hmm. And I asked for it till Tuesday because he didn't tell us a test. He's How he's working the classes, he just puts the assignments. When he feels like we're ready for the test, he puts the test. How would he know, though? <laughs> is, so is I, he grading all, y'all's assignments? So they go into... Uh, web assign mm-hmm. and it tells you like when the, the courses are completed mm-hmm. and then or like the yeah the classwork is completed and then I guess after that he I guess he goes through it so he sees everybody's and completed assess- and he's yeah. like here's a test or 80% of y'all are completed I guess yeah test. so uh cause like so that's why on Sunday he gave I asked for the extension until Tuesday mm-hmm. because how the section it was still all chapter 2 but he had everything bumped up from chapter 2 to like last Thursday last Wednesday mm-hmm. and then um he had one assignment from chapter 2 for t- like today really and so i was like i said okay well maybe the test is like maybe thursday and so then he was like uh he was like T- your test is uh next tuesday and so i was just like okay okay so then i was like well hey can i have like he was uh, so i after that was uh, i saw the email about it after i had already asked for the extension until tuesday mm-hmm. so then he was like i'll give you till sunday and so i was like I mean, fair. I mean, because you didn't have to give me anything at all. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take it. For sure. So, um, yeah. And then he said, yeah, test today. You get, get one hour. Get this. I'm on a rant about school. So, this, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Dude, I, uh, so as I'm taking my calculus test, uh, it t- I have eight minutes and 53 seconds left. Right? Eight minutes. I'm on my last one. I'm feeling good, bro. Like, I've got it. I've, I'm, dude, everything's to the T. It's working out for me. Missed my last problem. I think it was like because there was only ten questions, and you're doing it on you're doing it like online, so it tells you like how many you've tallied up, like points wise. Like it tells you right then if you're right or wrong, but it says it's sent to the professor for uh, review to make sure that the system didn't like mess up. Um, and so I was like, okay, I had missed this, I missed just one. But I was like, all right, even if if I get this right, I think I still I would have like a 92, 91, something like this, because even though they're like it's 10 questions like there's points within like each one of how you get to the the 100 and so like i was all right last one i got two slots filled in and uh, it's to like to show your work so you can put the answer in but then you have to upload a picture of the work you actually like worked out to send in so i'm doing that i'm gonna have my phone i'm, I'm just like i'm getting happy because i'm like who first test out the way and I, I snap the picture as soon as i do the thing times out and I, yes, and I was like, I literally looked at it, I said, no, 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 no. And I started clicking the space bar super fast. Don't know why I clicked the space bar, but I did. And I was like, what? And it says, your session is done. Um, it, your answers have been sent in for review. Uh, please go to like the homepage, whatever. And I was like, what? How? In the timer, it's still like, it's right there, eight minutes and 53 seconds. Did you take a picture of it on your phone? No, because I, I clicked, because I, I thought like I was trying to refresh the page. I was like, sure, this is like, this is a glitch. Mm-hmm. Not thinking, you know, just like at the moment, just like the, ah, no, wait. Yeah, yeah, freaking yeah. out. And so like, uh, and so when I did that, then it just goes to the homepage. 
And then the assignment, well, the test disappears because he uploads the test. It's not actually like a part of WebAssign. Mm-hmm. It's just in WebAssign, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, so I emailed him legit right after. I said, bro, I just finished this test three minutes ago. I said, here's all my work and all my answers. I said, will you please accept this? I you said, said bro to your teacher. Oh, no, I didn't say bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, uh, I said it more formally, but yes. this was the, yeah, the yeah. point I was trying to get across. But I did say, I was like, I just finished this legit i said literally three minutes ago mm-hmm. i said here's all my work from this here are my answers i was like will you please accept this i said i had eight minutes and 53 seconds left and it timed out but now i feel like he might be annoyed with me because he's like first this guy asked for yeah, for yeah. an extension then now this guy's the one that's having like a problem on the test but i was like that's out of my control i think if so. i were a professor i'd rather have somebody communicate to me like things that are going on instead of end of the semester yeah, trying to come back. Yeah, what can I do to fix my grades? Yeah. Well, you could have showed up. Yeah, <laughs> actually did your work. That was yeah. a good start. Yeah. Well, that's I've been curious about how like online school has been going for yeah. a lot of people. I imagine for college, not that it's easier, but... They took a lot of classes off. Really? Yes, like, uh, at least at MT. Really? MTA took, uh, yeah. Uh, one of my friends, so he was supposed to uh, take physiology, mm-hmm. and uh, they're actually not going to offer it because the lab that's associated with it, uh, they don't want to put it online. Which I thought was weird because I just finished taking Salem Elect and we had lab online. Really? And yeah, uh, a lot of other schools offer labs online. But well, it I might guess, be particular for the professor, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But um, some of the stuff that I've heard like online or different things I've listened to have mm-hmm. been talking about how um, some of the teachers with like kids that are going to school, like whether it's high school, middle school, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like some of the teachers show up late and then get mad at the kids for showing up late or, you know, vice versa. And I just, I know if it were me in eighth grade or any grade for that matter, having to get online to do it would be awful. Oh, and that's like, well, have you heard about here? Here? Yeah. Yeah. Like Mm. school. Oh dude, it's optional. They don't have to do it. They're passed regardless. Seriously. Yeah. No, then why do it? They don't have no incentive to do it. We play video games, mm-hmm. right? And so you play online with anybody. And there's this one kid we've met on there. Um, he's great. Yeah. But he'll talk about how he doesn't do his work, right? So he's like, well, that might be. Do what? He's a yeah, young he's kid. younger. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember how old he is, but he's still in like grade school. Yeah. Is grade school, does that consider like middle school? I think I think most people kind of say it as far as like elementary, but technically it's still, if you, you have a grade associated with your schooling. Fair grades, enough. Yeah. Either way, why, why, if you're going to pass it, why would you do it? Yeah. You know, why would you show up? Yeah. I mean, um, so I've seen like, uh, as far Especially as like. Especially if you're 14. Yeah. The school boarding here. So that's, that was a thing that they talked about as far as what, how they can combat that. Mm-hmm. As far as like with kids. But well, I get it in the sense of like the kids that don't have internet, like, yeah. or can't afford it or live somewhere right. where they don't offer it or, you know, where they can't have internet. Yeah. Right. But that's that's also my argument, too, of because there's a lot of states that are closing fall school already. Really? Yes. Like, I think California did. Um, Dude, they're freaking out. I mean, I don't know what's going on over there, but, geez, they still haven't opened up anything yet. Well, well become, what, L.A. County? Sorry, my bad. Not all um, California. It's become, like, extremely political. And that's yeah. what, like, I don't get. I love talking politics, and I love arguing politics right. all day. But, like, how all of this, even mask wearing, has become, like, Republicans are super against it. 
for some reason yeah. the Democrats think that you're trying to kill everybody <laughs> if you're not wearing it. And I don't right. understand. And that may just be media, right? Like that oh, may yeah, not yeah, be, oh, yeah. you know. I don't know you, how much, but that I'm sure they play a good Oh, a huge of part it. of it. Yeah. So if, if, you know, if I were to talk to somebody on the left, you know, they might think the same way that I do. Yeah. But according to the media, like I don't get why it's been so politicized. I don't know if that's... I don't think it's all of Trump's fault. I definitely yeah. think he plays a part in it. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think the majority of it though, well, is especially him with that, like taking that, uh, that medicine now. Cause you see like hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. yeah. We well, talked to his doctor. You know? well, yeah, but, and if, you uh, think, if you talk to your doctor and right. you think that you can take a regimen of medicine, mm-hmm. you know, why not? Oh yeah. That? But, but I think, but now a lot of people are looking to it as like a, like a cure all. So they feel like they'll be fine no matter what. Right. And it's the people that like, they haven't really looked at it. So that's what I'm saying. As far as like something that could be when you're saying like, not all of it's his fault. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's just like little parts like that. Like, I don't know if he should have announced that he's taking it. Man, I mean, I guess here's he had my to, thing. If but, you're going to take a medicine yeah, based off of what the president says and not your doctor, yeah, that's your own fault. Right, right. But you know, you know there was people that just, that's I mean, they, they, they talked about that's, it. Yeah, they're just fine. like, it's they're their like, own yeah, fault. You're like, it's a, like uh, the lady that fed her husband um, hydroxychloroquine that was a fish cleaner, fish tank cleaner. And so the news ran it for, I think, three or four days. Yeah, I heard something about, about it. Yeah. She heard it from Trump, and so she thought it was safe. Mm-hmm. And none of it turned out to be true. It was on fish tank cleaner. And so she's like, here, take this. And then they think it might be murder. So yeah. she well, dude, have done you it on purpose. Have you seen the, uh, there was a, this girl's uh, grandma talking about that. She was like, uh, uh, she was just kind of just picking with her. Um, and she was saying, her grandma said, I don't know why like anybody would put up with somebody right now. She was like, just poison them and uh, tell the like the people to come get them. She was like, they're gonna say it's coronavirus. Yeah. She was like, why even deal with it? Yeah, doesn't I was matter. Like, that's so funny. Well, that's me. And there are studies now, which I still think that no one really knows too much about it. But there are studies now where kids might not yeah. even pass it to adults. Yeah. Um, the CDC put out one where it's it's very hard to contract it from surfaces. Yeah. Like, unless saying, somebody like, sneezes mm-hmm. on something and you touch it within like five seconds. Right. You're pretty well, see, much not that's the thing. I feel like everybody's trying to be so ahead of the curve of like information. Like I knew it, I knew it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like that they're not really like they're not one. They're not really wanting it to be like an evolving story mm-hmm. and like willing to let it continue to like play out. Right. They're wanting to be like, oh, it's set. This is how it is now. Like this is exactly what this does. And it's like this is still so new and fresh. Like this is for the next year. Yeah, we're going to continue. Gonna yeah. Here, right? To find new information about this. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not so cut and dry. And I feel like a lot of people just want to make it that. Well, that's why and I've always, it's, it's I've always not. tried to be on the side of like, okay, we don't know anything about it. Yeah. It's fine to be cautious. Yeah. But also exactly like don't over, don't over exaggerate things. Exactly. Like during flu season, it. what do you do? Try to cover up, you wash your hands. Like mm-hmm. they, I'm, like for anybody that's about to yell or say it's not like the flu. I'm not saying it is. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, with, with other diseases or viruses that we know are contractible, mm-hmm. like what you were saying as far as like cautious things that we do with anything else. Yeah. Well, that's all but they kept saying at first was make sure and wash your hands and yeah. cough into your elbow 
and cover your sneezes. I didn't realize how many people were this dirty. <laughs> like, yeah, that's I mean, what I've realized. Yes, dude. It, it's They're just disgusting. a giant plot to get people to start having basic manners. <laughs> yes. Like, people are like, I'm washing my hands 30 times a day. <laughs> well, I don't see the problem here. We have to wash our hands after our bathrooms <laughs> yeah. now? Like, what, where's the issue here? Like, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Dude, since I, well, I can't say since I remember, but for a very long time in my life, I have carried, like, lotion and sanitizer with me mm-hmm. because i know my hands get very dry because i have eczema mm-hmm. and i like to clean my hands a lot yeah so it's just it Works when out. all this happened yeah, yeah it was nothing new for me i was like, oh okay i've been doing this so it's yeah. just i don't know no that's where i i heard somebody say that all the germaphobes are are happy <laughs> that they i'm they don't have cautious to, yeah they don't have oh okay germ yeah. cautious. <laughs> sorry dude um, but uh no i uh I don't know, man. I just, I think keeping kids out of school is stupid. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah. I think it causes more problems than it solves. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what my biggest thing with a lot of this is, is it's fine if you, if you want to say that we have a problem and we need to address it. Mm-hmm. Don't fix it with another problem. Right. You know? Oh, have you, oh, you didn't see this. Uh, maybe, maybe you did. Uh, <laughs> you didn't. Wait, well, maybe, maybe. did you see, so like at schools, well, at least at MT, they were giving you the option of, uh, do you want to opt into pass fail? Like it's no more like uh, like grading, and so and now I know a lot of professional programs, especially like med schools, are they were already shifting towards that, uh, getting away from grading because they're saying like once you move later on, like it's not really about the grade. It's can are you able to perform the task, and do you understand the concepts? So it's pass. okay. Yeah, so, they're so doing put pass like that, fail. I can kind of understand it. And I know like in other countries. Uh, that's kind of a system they already run on. Like, uh, I knew someone that went to Australia to do like a, you know, that, uh, study abroad mm-hmm. and like, though it kind of messed up their transcript when they got back here, that's all their classes were like S- P or yeah. F. Yeah. So it's like, you don't really put that into like a numerical value. Um, well, I, so I, didn't I think it. there might be a way to combat it. Yeah. Combat it. I'm sure there's something maybe. But my only issue but, is like, what if. I don't know. What if you, uh, what if you're the top doctor in your field and you graduate top of your class? Right. How do you do that with a pass fail? Right. Uh, and I don't know. In right. you know, that might work in the same way as like the NFL draft is just cause you get drafted. Number one doesn't mean you're going to be the best quarterback yeah. in the league. True, true, true. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. So maybe it, it I don't, might, I don't hate yeah. the idea of a pass fail. I don't right. know enough to talk about it, but, um, that would be. I see its that, benefits. That would be my first issue. Yeah, I see its benefits, but at the same time, I do see how it could. It could be more negative than positive because then now you got this. Well, you got this guy that shows up to do something. Now, let's say let's not think of like super, like uh, prestigious jobs, like like doctors or lawyers. Okay. Like just think of like every common everyday common jobs, like uh, maybe like like somebody that went to technical school. And let's say they associate, they do pass fail. So now this guy just kind of just like got by with somebody in class because you know, for whatever reason. And now he goes out, he gets hired on at a job because he interviewed well. And now he has no clue. Well, that, then he messes up a couple of jobs and gets fired. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. But, see, but, then, but then I still feel like that hurts him. Cause like, well, yeah, but that's his own fault. He didn't take advantage of a right, pass right. fail class. Do you think they could they could then say that in turn like for the other people? For what? For like then the more prestigious jobs of like 
doctors and lawyers. Well, because they so bought something. My man, thing with lawyers <laughs> is I've heard a good argument for um, not having to go to school to be a lawyer. Really? If so, let's say you're an apprentice, mm-hmm. at, you know, at a law firm yeah. for five or six years, and then you can pass the bar. Right. Why not? Okay, here's my thing. I want my lawyer to go to school, and for that's this, fine. That no, 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 wait, 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 ta, ta, ta. For this reason, and for this reason only, connections. Lawyers are good because of connections. If you see the most successful lawyers, typically have a lot of other quote unquote lawyer friends. That's fine. Get you get your lawyer from yeah, your connected lawyer friends. Now imagine, now imagine this: if you got into some weird thing, but we'll we'll be friendly here. Let's say it's the IRS is after you. Yeah. Do you want buddy that just has no connections or do you want a guy that knows this guy, eats with this guy's dad every week, sits down with this guy over here, plays golf with that guy over there, goes and works out with this guy over here? Again. You see what I'm saying? Well, again, I mean, you can now, have the, you can I'm have sure they can build those connections over time. Without, but school definitely in certain well, like little it, circles. If you're working at a law firm for six to seven years or you know, three to four or however many it takes, right, right. you're probably going to meet some of those people. If, you know. Oh, yeah, for, I'm sure. And also, like, Whoever you hire as a lawyer doesn't, you know, affect me hiring somebody as a lawyer or uh, somebody yeah. down the street who yeah. hires somebody a little bit cheaper who may be just as well versed in the law. You yeah. Know? So I don't think I don't think titles are all always necessary for it. I mean, I, I, I do think that it, being a doctor is different. Right. I, I, I will concede that point. Okay. Um, yeah. I just like um, I and I, I kind of I'm kind of piggybacking off of an idea that I I heard someone say before. Uh, Cause uh, this guy, like, uh, not really making fun of somebody, but he mentioned he was saying now he thought it was silly for this guy to represent himself in court. And he said, "Why?" He said, "Look, he said, man, when you go, he said, because he was been in all this trouble. He said, I go to court, and then let's say I'm doing that. He said they already look at me, they already have an idea. He said, but now let's say my lawyer walks in, I paid this guy, blah blah blah, however much. Said, let's say the judge is in the suits." My guy walks in. He has on this particular suit, but then he also sees that this. He's like, okay. He's like, oh, I, I like the suit. Blah blah. Here's like because you have to think of the human aspect of this guy. Here's like then this guy realizes that uh, before all this is going down, he's chatting up with this guy over here, and also he talks to this bailiff over here, and he's like, and he's seen the guy a couple of times, but he doesn't really know him. But he know he sees that he's within the circle of these people. He said, he's he believes that that is favorable for him, and he said. Based off of his times going to court, he believes that it is. So he's relying on more so, like I was saying, the connection. That's what I'm saying. Or people's perception. Okay, yeah. So if 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 you do have a case where you have a jury, yeah. the jury seeing your lawyer and liking your lawyer. I, f- I feel like that's what most of court is. Like they say, it's that's not about fine. it's not about what the truth is. It's whose truth will they believe today? Which is fine. Yeah. Which in those type I feel of settings, like, again, unless exactly. you're going against the IRS, then. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 black and white right here. This paperwork says. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Uh, so that's why I feel like I I just know, like, when people go, to, especially particular schools, like, mm-hmm. you know, those real high up schools. Well, this isn't connections with the jury. Yeah, but they okay, might. When you, you could be, think about you can be anybody yeah. without going to school and right? talk to the bailiff. That's just sure. That's just being nice. Right. You could be anybody. But being pals without... with them though is different. <laughs> What's up, Bailiff? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's, he's, like, he's gonna walk up to him. 
Hey, what's up, Jim? How you doing today, Bob? You're a lawyer. You go to court every day, as or every other day, or once a week. You, Maybe. there's a good chance. But there's numerous could... courtrooms, though. Numerous everybody's, bailiffs. Everybody starts out somewhere. No matter what, <laughs> right. No matter true. what college they go to, they're going to have to meet people and convince yeah, them for sure. of who they are over time. Yeah, and but Unless I do you just think... happen to know that bailiff from high school, or you've been best friends with them forever. Sure. You can make these you have you make connections over time. Right. But when I we're do 40, think we're gonna know a lot more people okay, and imagine, have a lot more connections I do th- than we do now. Right. I agree. But I think over time for sure or let me say it. I definitely think going to school if you went to school in a certain area and then let's say, okay, if you went to school in Nashville, like you go to the Nashville School of Law and then you also grew up in Nashville and then you hang around with the people of Nashville and the mm-hmm. lawyers of Nashville. Okay. Before you ever even become a lawyer, you're just in school and you know, this guy that got blah, blah, blah. You a hundred percent have an advantage of, if it comes down to like a criminal case, I believe like uh, let's say like, you know, with the jury and stuff mm-hmm. over me, that's coming from Jackson, just because you know, who, the guy to go talk to, to just get this or whatever. You say, Hey, I need to find out about, there's some paperwork I know that will help me with this and blah, blah, blah. You see what so I'm saying? your only argument. What's up? Your only argument. Connections. For, for lawyers needing to go to school. Yeah. Is connections. Uh, this I is mean, making, yeah, this for the most making, part, yeah. This is making anyone go to school. So let's say, yeah, just, let's say you have someone mm-hmm. who, regardless of what school they would went, go to or whatever, you wouldn't hire them no matter what. Right. Why do they have to go to school? Uh, lo- to no, no, no. I, I don't uh, that's what that's I mean, what I, no, I, I still think they could be. No, I agree with you 100%. I'm not saying who would that, you hire. Oh, you're, but if I was hiring them? No. Oh, okay. That's what I'm not okay, saying. Okay, 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 okay. I'm not saying who would you hire. Okay. I'm just saying, should people have to go to school to become a lawyer? Uh, no, like you said, I mean, if they can still pass the bar, <laughs> no. Okay. But I'm, oh, it's okay. I should say, I should. You just, personally. Yeah. When it comes to me, like if yeah. anything, I have to, I would have to deal with. I would just suggest not hiring a new lawyer then. In okay. that case, I mean, yeah. But you what if, what if the, didn't go to what if the new guy? Uh, what if the new guy, his dad owns the biggest law firm in that place, or his mother does? I'd hire his mother. No, because <laughs> like they're gonna uh, maybe. I mean, sure. But uh, what like I just think I'm for sure. I think you could be. Uh, like a lawyer for sure, mm-hmm. without having to go to school. But I just, I do just feel like being a lawyer just it just weighs so heavy on those connections, yeah. Like, and Maybe. this, unless you just, I unless don't you're know, a really good lawyer, you know the law very well. Yeah, but I, and, and I don't you're know, very good at convincing people. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I think that's how people from smaller schools. I mean go to bigger places and do it. Unless you plan on staying around, you know, like kind of your area. Well, I feel like that's thing. the only reason people go to hail. Either Harvard or Yale. Oh yeah, which I don't. I've never been. Can't say, uh, but is for the name. Yeah, you know, I would and assume I mean, that's the yeah. Biggest when you put reason. that paperwork down somewhere, it's like, oh yeah, oh, you went to Harvard. Yeah, welcome in. Yeah, but it's yeah. not even a conversation. It's oh yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I. Uh, so you, it. but you, but you don't mind. You don't mind. Just so I know. Would I hire somebody? Yeah. If, if this guy said, "Hey, just by the way, uh, I just I never went to school. I took the bar and I passed." Like the ethics stuff, we're good. I feel like it would depend on a lot of other external <laughs> factors. Like like what? Perception? How long they've been in practice? What if he said today? Just brand new. I wouldn't care where he went. I wouldn't hire him. Oh, just because he was brand I new? I would at least shop around for another <laughs> lawyer. Yeah. Because, I mean... So, so you're more on the experience. Think about... Would you rather have... I don't know. Would you rather have a rookie starter on the mound 
or a Cy Young pitcher on the mound in the middle of their prime. Not necessarily. Steven Strasburg, when he remember when he first came in. Yeah, there are a lot of guys. Jesus. I mean, him. Would you rather have him or um, freaking Justin Verlander in his prime? Or Steven Strasburg, brand new. Mm. Yeah, you're probably mm. gonna get. There's, I'm sure. I mean, he was great. That's a tough out, one, right? Yes, that, but Verlander is like a he's established. proven pitcher. See, and that's gonna be consistent, right? And and he knows the league. Yes, right. Okay, my thing with that is my only thing with that is you you know those when it gets late into the season and, and you know that like uh that that late push um Ooh, Verlander. No, no, no! Like, uh, let's say it's the World Series. You see, how, like, uh, you'll see his thrown in the World. Oh no, Series. no, yeah, yeah. So, like, you'll see, like, managers do something weird where they'll take a guy mm-hmm. and they'll just throw him in there because yeah, like, yeah. it's a brand new look. Yeah. And so I'm always like, I, I kind of feel like that would almost be that with so, the new guy that hadn't seen him. So I do think maybe that's on my that's my fault. I think it's a bad analogy because <laughs> those guys have had years and years and years of throwing and training. Right, right, right. Whereas if you're a lawyer, yes, you've been to years and years of school right but being in the courtroom i would imagine is completely different, different. Ball game. so if you have a lawyer who's been in the courtroom for 15 20 years versus a lawyer who just got if you have a lawyer who didn't go to school but has been in the courtroom for 15 to 20 years mm-hmm. as good references right. or you have somebody who just graduated from college no i'm gonna take the one who's been there for 15 well, 20 years so me personally can they do, I wonder if they might have something like this already. Do I don't they? think they do. No, what? Because like, Maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm I think they have that crossover for like paralegals. Like, uh, really? Well, that would be like an apprenticeship, right? Yeah, because uh, uh, Teresa was looking at something like this uh, when she was in Michigan. So then, probably everything that I've been talking about has been a waste of time. <laughs> I think I think they have something very similar to this. If it's not this, though, because uh, she was definitely talking about it. Um, I don't know for sure though. Um, let's see. Today, only four states, California, Virginia, Vermont, and Washington, allow aspiring lawyers to take the bar exam without going to law school. Okay. So if you live in California, Virginia, Vermont, or Washington. Yeah, you can do it. Just take the bar. Oh, dude, this is something kind of sucky, completely off topic. But one of my buddies, well, we used to be pals. Uh, I mean, I hadn't seen him in a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was in my fraternity, but, um. He was telling me how his dad uh, was kind of stuck in Virginia. And uh, he was saying how he's like a developer and something else. And I was like, well, why is he stuck? And he was like, uh, he was like, so his dad uh, has been doing that work for like. Like uh, retail development? No, like a, like land development or okay. something like that. It, I forgot. Some, something like that development. Deals with properties. Yeah. And um, But he's been doing it for like 30 something years, whatever. Like made a really good living off of it. Uh, Really good. Very well. They're well off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, but he was saying, you know, like the uh, the crash way back in 08, like uh, it took a hit on them then and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And so, uh, but he was saying how after that, his dad was like, okay, he kind of saw like how he was exposed. So he tried, he thought about leaving when they said, well, though your grandfather grandfathered in through apprenticeship in Virginia, you technically cannot perform this task anywhere else in the country. Really? They said, unless you get a license. So he was like, what? Well, he was like, dude, I've been doing this. So 30- basically if he wants to work, he has to do it. Then. Yeah. Well, he said, he said, I've been doing this for 30 years. Like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I said, no, yeah, that's fine. But, and so he tried to like, he thought about taking the test. Like, um, 
you know, they went on, blah, blah. I think he may even did like some practice tests and stuff, but he just never did it. So like, he was like, my dad is just stuck working in Virginia because he can't go anywhere else. See, that's why regulations are stupid. Yeah. At least, well, but in I, my opinion, a lot of them. I almost kind of get it though. Like, regulations or in that situation? Well, just of, like, in that, that situation. Yeah, that there because, the, so he understands Virginia. And so he may be very familiar if if it's like building properties because I don't mm-hmm. fully know what development is, but like if it's like building properties and like clearing out land and stuff like that, he may be familiar with like the soil there and like how the seasons work, blah blah blah. But if you move somewhere like Arkansas where it changes, you know, like it's completely different than where you're from. Well, imagine if it's building a subdivision, exactly like something like that. But you, what if something goes wrong and you're like, oh well, I've been doing it like this for thirty years, but it's like. But it was just something that was so like weather based. Like uh, what was it? Mexico City some mm-hmm. years back had a whole building collapse because the type of concrete that they used wasn't uh it wasn't made for that type of heat and the soft uh soil below it. So a whole building just fell into the ground. So it happens, right? Yeah, but it's like so but I get why I get why they would have those type of regulations. I just I mean there are like there's a lot of things where um, I don't know how Tennessee is, but yeah. when I was in Missouri, um, a couple of our neighbors couldn't build sheds on their property without getting a permit for it. Oh, and okay. then I've they seen stuff like that. Uh, it actually, my first house that I grew up in, the guy behind us built this fence in the backyard, and the way it was facing was the wrong way. So he had to have my mom sign the permit. He paid for everything, obviously. Right. But he had to have my mom, he asked my mom to sign for it so that it would be legal. Yeah. And it's like, if you're building something on your property, yeah. that's where I'm not like, that's the kind of regulations where <sighs> yeah, it's like, okay, that. government too much. Like, right. that's the whole reason the two, that biggest reason the 2008 crash happened is because the government started making banks give out loans to people they normally wouldn't give loans right, to. Right. And so then when people couldn't pay them, then mm-hmm. like the housing market crashed. Yeah. And that's what caused so many people to lose jobs. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know why also we keep bailing out banks. Because I was just talking about it a moment ago. What, bailing out banks? Yeah. And I I mean, I guess I get it. But at the same time. That's, I don't like government bailouts in the first dude, place. Well, when these guys, I mean, you see them bringing in, they say like, what was that, JP Morgan? I think we talked about this a little bit last week. When I, I, I never looked up this number. When they said like they, they did something like $31 billion or something like that. Dude, that's somebody's living good somewhere, and you're yeah. like, why would you not? If you if I see my business crashing, I I would not stop at anything. I would put all my money back into it if that's what I was gonna get it back. Well, that's I'm not asking to be bailed out. I just, but that's just pride, I think. Well, that's you, yeah. First of all, and second of all, too. I mean, that's why I'm not a big fan of big government. Right. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. That is typically why I lean more conservative is mm-hmm. because I don't like the government spending so much money on things. Right. right? I mean, that money comes from somewhere. It comes from us, yeah. first of all. And that's why I like capitalism is because if you are a failing... The C word. Capitalism. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. are a failing business... Yeah. Then why do we need to revive you? Yeah. You know, that's where, mm-hmm. like, we talked about this a little bit when... All the COVID stuff started happening. Mm-hmm. Of and all like, those places closing. Well, that and um, you brought up the point at work about how um, Republicans, when Obama was giving bailouts, or at least when his administration was talking about giving money mm-hmm. to people, 
you know, the Republicans were all over it and now yeah. Trump's doing it. So the Republicans were fine with it. Right, right. My point in favor of Trump giving money to people during this is it's a government caused shutdown, right? Like the uh, economy okay. yeah, has yeah, been yeah. shut yeah. down because the government called for it. Right, right. The government is that, responsible that's for... A, that's actually a pretty... Yeah, that's pretty solid. Well, yeah. the I mean, the government is responsible for so many small businesses that are going to lose their livelihoods. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And that aren't going to be able to function. Right. From it's people not just who because have, the system sucks. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not capitalism that's causing... You know, it's not necessarily a business with a bad idea. It's just a business that's operating on small margins. And then right. when you completely destroy the economy, you take away their customers, you take away their people. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So it's not necessarily their fault. Right. Or it's not at all their fault. Mm-hmm. So that's why to me, I think the, you know, the money in this situation is a little bit different than a bailout. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Depending on who that's, it is. That's right? very valid. Yeah. I, I didn't really quite think about it that way at the time. I had a thought earlier. Yeah, well, I yeah, wanted to see what you thought about okay. this. Um, it was from uh, when we were talking about like a jury and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you seen uh, the Ahmad Arbery stuff with the runner? Yeah, yeah, I have. Okay, well, so what's your take on it? Um, I have a couple of problems with it. Okay. In the sense that, of course, why were those guys not charged in the first place? Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know that it boils down to racism. Okay. Is my only thing that I have, I definitely think people, I think they should be charged for it. Yeah. For something. I, th- I think there is, should have been charged a long time ago, mm-hmm. but I, again, I don't know them. Yeah, yeah. But I think him being an ex cop, I think there's more of a, Oh, it was he? I didn't even see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's an ex cop. The dad is an ex cop. Okay. Um, and so I think him being an ex-cop, he has ties with law. Oh, connections. So he has connections right, right. there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Circle the back around. So he has connections there in the sense of like, oh, shit. Yeah. I killed this guy. Right. You know. So maybe, and so, you know, I'm not ruling out the possibility that they, you know, just, I just don't, I haven't seen anything where they just wanted to hunt down a black guy and kill him. Right. Okay. Right. I don't think it was lawful what they did, and mm-hmm. I think from all the evidence I've seen, they should go to jail for it. Okay. Um, and there's been, I think the media coverage on it, not that it's not justified, but when things are handled the right way, where's their coverings on that, right? Like there's yeah, a, there's yeah. a, in there's a couple different examples of it that I've heard on different podcasts and different news things that I've listened to, mm-hmm. um, where Shoot, I'm trying to remember where it was. Um, it was one of the uh, the states on the East Coast. Basically, there's body cam footage of an officer killing a black man and um, then planting a gun on his body. And he oh, went yeah. he yeah. went to jail, like he yeah. went to prison. And no one like no one covered it, right? Yeah, probably should have been covered. Yeah, but no one did because you know the country's kind of in agreement with he's a terrible person and needs to go away, right? right? And that's. That's where my real problem with the situation lies is mm-hmm. I don't think America's a terrible place. I don't think people here are inherently racist. Mm-hmm. And so covering it that way is what my problem is with mm-hmm. it. You know, in the yeah. maybe these guys are racist uh-huh. and they should, you know, they deserve the massive amount of penalty that they should get. Right. But 
using that as a blanket statement for all of Americans and that we all just hate each other. Right, right. That's what I don't like about it. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, I don't, so I, I've been back and forth in a way. I, mm-hmm. Well, one first, as soon as I saw it, I said, there's more. I didn't even choose a side. I said, there's right. more to this. And then, right. Which is I, how I try to view everything. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm just going to wait this out to see. Um, because like you said, I mean, I don't, we don't live way back like in the fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. So I think people have at least tried to disguise their hate if they have it that strongly. Right. So I believe that. Do you know, sorry to interrupt you. No, no. Do you know who leaked the video? Uh, yeah, I've seen the guy. They charged him. It was him. It was the, it was the main guy. He yeah. Asked yeah. His law- it was the ex cop. He asked his lawyer to leak it. Because he thought it would show the truth of what happened. So, oh, oh, wait, the so guy that actually shot the gun? Yeah, or uh, it was the dad. Or, okay. The so he, he thought that it would exonerate him, basically. Oh, wow. Well, so the guy, reason. so they were saying it's an old man that's, uh, that shot the video that's been like kind of everywhere. Well, not, it wasn't him that released it. Okay, okay. It was. Because um, he, you he know, filmed, they just charged him. Yeah. Uh, with like uh, accessory to murder. Right. Because they were saying that he recorded a crime and didn't uh and call it in yeah yeah and they were like everyone else plays 911 calls but mm-hmm. you and yet you have video proof mm-hmm. so uh no but what were you saying then oh i was just saying that I, I don't know what my point was but he's an idiot <laughs> yeah he's yeah, like no, he, i'll be free but he was basically trying to say that this will prove my you know prove that i was i'm innocent and they just got him well i think what they're trying to hit is the uh citizens arrest thing yeah i was just about to, to say arrest. that and and I watched, uh, I, I think it was the video you posted. That Colin guy, I don't remember. I don't maybe, remember. Yeah, on Facebook? Do you know his last name? Do you remember? Uh, nah. Um, um, yeah, maybe pull it up. Cause, and I've seen a couple of videos which kind of started to sway me, to, or at least I can see what their defense is going to be. Because when I first saw it, I was like, okay, I don't know why these guys are just hunting a guy down like this. Then everybody said, like, oh, he was just a jogger. And I was like, dude, I don't know. I mean... I know you can't base a jogger off their clothing because people running anything, and also it's Georgia, so he just had on shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, but I was like, all right, all right. but like how I don't know. They say like how the guy was running. I didn't look like he was just jogging. Like I mean, he looked like he was running from something from the whole time, like in the video. So I think they were chasing him for a moment. So I was like, ah, there's more, there's more to this. Like I'm not getting how they're saying this is just a jogger, and out of nowhere, two people just pop up. Yeah. Like it wasn't making sense to well, me. Well, that's the thing too is like their yeah. truck was just sitting there. Yeah, like, like it was like just, it was weird. Like I, I, I didn't, I didn't see. Maybe I call like a bad clip, but it was just like, dude, he was just running, and he's like, he's like looking and looking, and then all of a sudden, like these two dudes just pop up, and then they're on him, and then they're fighting, and it's like I was like, where, what? I was like, no, there's more. Um, but yeah, so but I have seen. Um, so they say in Georgia where. The only time that you can pursue someone for trying to commit the crime of like burglary is if you can prove that they have intent on stealing. Right. Or if it's an active crime, too. Exactly. Or something like that. And, and so uh, they were saying how, though it wasn't a crime for him to be in the house, because like even like the, the homeowner that's trying to finish building it and sell it, blah, 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 he said that. Um, nothing. He He's caught him on tape numerous times mm-hmm. and nothing's ever been stolen. Yeah. And so they were saying that it's just a lot of people, I guess, just had a problem with it. Um, and so they still can't prove quite that he had he was doing anything wrong. But they said with him running golf, it makes it seem as if he did have other intentions. So one guy said he said 
but he said, how do you know this guy just wasn't scared? Like he said, if somebody came out yelling at you, with a gun, yeah, 100%. yeah, he, he was like, what? He said, that, so the neighbors came out and yelled. He said, but he said, but nobody ever heard them yell like, you need to get off that property. He said, so no one ever asked him to leave. One, he said, but like if they did ask him, he said, he evacuated the premises immediately. So he said, so either way, he was still sort of in the right because. Either one, nobody told him to leave and he still left. Or two, someone told him to leave and he left immediately. No, and that's where I think... And so I was like... <sighs> that's where I really... Okay. Like, I don't think any evidence I've seen, there's not a justifiable reason why they killed him. Yeah, see... The only thing... Now, I, I've never kind of... My bad, not to cut No, you, you're okay. I've never quite thought that, like, they were just justifying killing somebody. I only think you should do it out of self-defense, genuinely. And not that weird, like, how they're trying to pull. Like, genuinely, if somebody's attacking you, bro, like... Of course, Th- you're gonna fight to yeah, save your life. Yeah, that's the time. Right? Of course, you. Like, are. yeah, and so, the, but that's what they're trying to say for uh, their defense is that. So the men felt like he was doing something wrong, so they approached him, and then he and tried they, to get yeah, the gun. And, yeah, so like with him fighting back, so now both men are in a state of self-defense. Well, if you think the only, if and you in, think the only way that you can get out of a situation alive is if you fight. Of course, you're going to exactly, or at least most people. <laughs> yeah, some I mean, people. you want to live. Yeah, and so that's where. Oh, and they were saying with him pulling the gun too in Georgia, like pulling it out, uh, it's legal because they have open carry. And uh, citizen's arrest uh, is legal there as well, as long as, as if you Yeah, but none of their standards, like none of the standards of this like particular instance, it right. never met that case. But that's what they were saying. They were like, he has to prove like the intention of like him burglarizing. Mm. And they said, and then you have to make it known that you are doing a citizen's arrest. Yeah. Like you can't just arrest somebody and then say like, cause I think it turns into false imprisonment. Right. So yeah. Well that's in, very, I don't know it's man. Very I, black just, and, I mean, very grayish on like I think where if anything, goes. like people need to be more upset with, which I think, I don't know. I think people are upset regardless. Yeah. But the fact that I do agree that it took too long to charge. Yeah. Took uh, too long cause what they say it was him. like two, two months. It was a long time. Yeah. Um, but uh, it took too long to charge him and, you know, I, I just, I hate the message that America is inherently racist because okay. I don't think that we are anymore. Mm. I see. I got to disagree with you a little bit. Okay. Go ahead. And, I, and I do think this, this comes from two different cultures. Mm-hmm. So, um, how do I say this? So me and Taylor have had this conversation numerous times mm-hmm. for anybody that doesn't know. I am black. My, <laughs> my girlfriend is white. I didn't so <laughs> we do definitely have a, we have a lot of um, talks and stuff, especially mm-hmm. because if we want to get married and move forward, we're going to have biracial children. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's another thing to go through uh, as far as raising biracial children. I think. And the, so go ahead. Just side tangent. Yeah. I think as time goes on, mm-hmm. obviously for any of this, but I think we're approaching the point now mm-hmm. where biracial children isn't, I can't say this cause I'm not in this situation, <laughs> All right. but I don't see how in the next 10 years yeah. that that's not a normal thing. See, and I, I don't and see I, how it's not now. I heard somebody say this too, but I think in 10, 15 years. And, and I know people are saying that. And I think it's because we are a very, we are optimistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am very, when yeah. it comes to like the, Humanity. The stance of America yeah. and kind of humanity, more of just USA. Yeah. I'm very optimistic because when I think about America, I think about the idea of it. Right. right. Not necessarily our history. Obviously, not that I just forget our history. Right. 
but I kind of use our history to be like, we've evolved this much, you know? And I think that there's only forward to go. I don't think we can just stop and lay down. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Yeah. So only reason why I say, I don't, so I tell her, I say that it's not that I assume right when I meet like, uh, for instance, so if I meet a white person, I don't assume that they're uh, racist automatically, but I don't put it past them either. Right. I just, to me, they're. Well, why do you do that? And I say that's why I say culturally, uh, it, I've been proven. Uh, I've seen that it's turned out whether it's a, what they would call a little amount or a lot of of racism. It, there, there's some in there, mm-hmm. even to the sense of uh, whether it's just a bias. Right. And so um, I've always kind of just been like, uh, okay. And you'll kind of notice it just from the way people speak and like, uh, or their views on a certain thing. Or can you give an example? You might not be able to think of. Uh, yeah, I, 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 head, but. Uh, but yeah, if if I can, uh, I may just jump back in. But oh, so uh, yeah. So I've just kind of always been like, it's it's just been something that's kind of just been like right there as mm-hmm. I've been around. And so, um, but what I have learned is though, when you say inherently. I, <sighs> Tradition is a, is a very strong thing in the South, something that they don't let go of very easy. And we see that in the be- a good example that I, I felt was good that I used when I was, I was actually talking to some of her family about this was um, just look at how people have picked their football teams in the South. People live in different states from their football team, but their family came from here. So they are still gun ho that team. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why do you like them? Well, my dad liked them. Well, why does your dad like them? Well, because his dad liked them. And it's like, I mean, we've been going to those games for the last 50 years. You say, okay, well, and then you start to hear some of their ideas. So then you, even down to things like cooking. Well, why do you cook like that? Well, my grandmother made this. Like, uh, some kind of funny, my mama talks about how she was saying that uh, there was like a lot of women, like in their family or whatever, they used to cut the bottom of the roast off and set it to the side and they used to put it in a pan. And nobody knew why they did this until they asked uh, one of the older ladies. Mm. And she she said, oh, that's because my pan was too small back then. So I used to just <laughs> cut the bottom off. So she's got to have it. Yeah, but everybody, but you see, it was just a tradition. So everybody always thought, like, that's what you need to do to a roast. And the same thing applies with people's ideas and values. You always see what was important to people in their children or the things that they felt net needed to be expressed in their children. So that's why I say I can't quite get on board with saying it's not inherently there because we still see today that there is still a lot of racism that needs to be conquered. Well, there are still. So. So in the inherently, I would say to the the people that are racist probably comes from being inherently given to them for no reason. Yeah. Right. But I, I think America as a whole, which is why, you know, people are. I, I believe that people are very quick to point out when somebody is doing a bad thing, right? So there was yeah. a, there, I think it was in New York. Um, this woman was, walk, a white woman was walking her dog off the leash mm-hmm. and a black man told her because it, it's illegal to uh, leash laws or right. something to not do that. So he basically asked her to put it back on the leash and I don't know what happened before it, but it, where his video starts is uh, her freaking out and being like, I'm going to tell, I'm going to call the police and tell them that there's an African American male threatening my life and stuff. And so she calls the police saying all this. Um, 
and she's been fired from her job. She's put out a statement how she's so sorry to him and his family, and she didn't mean it, which I don't necessarily believe. That's, um, I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> but she's that. lost her job, and which and like she's not getting attacked but online she's getting attacked right. i guess so i think rightfully so yeah. she suffered the consequences of her stupid actions right so but where, for every one of her stories though i feel like uh, you have one where it works out for her. but what what my point i think is is i think we're going more more in a progressive direction I'll in that sense, I, I'm not a big progressive right, right. political person, <laughs> but progressive yeah, yeah. in the sense meant, of that's what I say. I'm a conservative fiscally, but progressive socially. socially, right? Which I think, I think, I don't know. I think we should be at least more understanding of people and their cultures, right? Um, Did you hear about the police officer in LA? I, I think I shared the video. So what? So he he killed a guy. He killed a black man. He's uh he may be like Latino and white. He may be mixed, mm-hmm. but he's he's very light, very pale. But I think he uh, he kind of has like an accent a little bit, and uh, his last name seemed like it may be Hispanic or something. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, so apparently there's a there's a police gang that uh, goes around like doing violence, like, like so a what, vigilante gang. No, no. So they're on the police force, but they their whole main thing is they they like to be violent. And so they have like uh, they have a skull tattooed on their right uh, on their right calf, and so uh, this guy he killed a, a man unarmed, and they literally ask him in the video. They say, "Do you have ill feelings towards African Americans?" Do he literally took up? I think it's a ten minute video. Six minutes of it was him sitting there contemplating the question. He even tried to get around it. He said, "I do have feelings for African Americans, sir." And then he said, "He said, do you understand what my question is?" Mm-hmm. He said. Do, he said, do you have ill feelings towards them? Sat there another two minutes. And then he said, yes. He said, yes, what? And he was like, yes, I do have like ill feelings towards them. And he said, okay, you think that guy got fired? I have no idea. No. No. He's right back working. Do you think he is now, now though? No, he's still working. They, 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 it was an update on that. When did this happen, though? Uh, I would have to when look. Did it's the, it's like on my Facebook. When did the blow-up happen? Do you know? Uh, I think it was last year. Really? Uh, yeah. So, so, But the officer that was with him, that they said, so I, they were both involved. It was 13 shots. Six of them hit the guy. And so he still has the job. The other officer is Is there the more backstory to why he killed him? Uh, no, no, no. They, they literally said, because he, he's, he's a part of that, their objective is really to kill as many like black people. So now, and they found, uh, the story goes on, it says that now that they, uh, they have found that uh, like more officers have committed quote-unquote crimes, and it's been based around that because they find that tattoo on them. Florida had the same issue a little while ago, uh, like five or six years ago, mm-hmm. where they got all those guys uh, on camera talking about it. It was like six officers, and they had their group, uh, but they called them like a gang mm-hmm. of police officers. And they're same thing because they beat a guy up and they beat him to death. And they're and they were like they were sitting in their group chat. Uh, one was like, "Hell yeah, we got it today." Like mm-hmm. N word today. Yeah. And it was just well, that's like, where. So you see what I'm saying? Like no, I for, it, uh, for every one of those stories, it's like it's another one. Yes, but think about all this. Think about all the stories that you don't hear of. I can, I can only imagine. No, and I'm saying both sides of that yeah. coin, right? And that's where my optimism of people come in, right. in the sense where I don't think every cop, every person, is a bad person, right? And I'm a little and different. So I think to me personally, yeah. I think to have a blanket statement over all of America and. Mm-hmm everybody in it 
right. to say that we all just hate each other. Right. I don't agree with that. Okay. Right. And I, I just, I, I know, I know that there are more than a few bad eggs. Right? right. And I also think we're to the point now where we're okay with calling that out. I think that people should call that out. Yeah. And I think, I think the people who film it and right. don't do anything about it, I think they're just as liable as the people sure. who committed the act. And I would, I would like to think that most Americans think that way in the sense of. So I, I think people, sure people may think that way. So how I think of people is like this. I think every person I meet is capable of doing bad, lots of bad, uh, <laughs> indescribable, nasty, like yeah. bad things. But I, this is where my optimism kicks in. I believe that they choose to do good. Mm-hmm. And I believe that they choose to follow a certain moral compass. And then we see those people that, actually throw all the moral compass and what's right and what's wrong out the window and go with the very indescribable bad. And so when that's why when I see stuff like that, I'm not surprised. Well, think about... Because I'm like, I felt that could be in you. So I think about the picture that Matt showed us a few weeks ago, right? Of what? Um, when we did the podcast with yeah. him, he showed us a picture of a Nazi a Nazi soldier with a gun to like a four-year-old Jewish kid, uh-huh, right? Yeah. About to execute him. Yeah. And looking at it, you're like, okay, yeah, of course that's evil. Right. So of course it's it's hard to argue that God exists. Yeah, yeah when that's happening. And if, if he would let something like that right. happen, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like Germany still exists because that wasn't all of Germany. Right. Right. right? right. And I don't know. That that may be a bad analogy and a bad argument no, I, for it. But I, I get where you were going. I think at the though. end of the day, my optimism lies in America because of because of the people we've met. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. of the, or the people I've met and the the experiences that I've had, I don't think everyone is just out to get each other. I think that I think a lot of that comes from Hollywood. Yeah. I think a lot of it comes I think most of it comes from the media. That's why I hate it's why I hate mainstream media. Yeah. I do. I really do. I think it's <laughs> I think it's so freaking um dividing. And that's yeah. what that's what I hate about what Trump's doing right now. Because typically typically his policies I like mm-hmm. and what he does not always, but I'm fine with. Right, right. But a lot of the stuff he's doing right now in a time where he I mean, even Bush, right? Everybody hated Bush. Mm-hmm. But after 9-11, somehow he brought everybody together because after a tragic event, you yeah. know, he gave a great speech and he was very unifying. Right. Well, Trump, the person he is, is not a very unifying person. <laughs> no. And it's like, you're facing a terrible candidate, Joe Biden, and all and you can easily do, pull away with this. All you have to do right now is say a few unifying things, and he's not doing it. And instead, he's going after people in the Republican Party and dividing it even more. There's a, I just heard it today, and I don't remember her name, but there's a woman who wrote a book called uh, In Trump We Trust. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it. But uh, she she wrote this book, so she was all for Trump yeah. right in the beginning. And then uh, Jeff Sessions was Trump's former like attorney general. Mm-hmm. You remember they used to make fun of him and call him like a little elf and stuff. Who, Jeff Sessions, yeah. really? I don't doubt it. But anyway, so 
Trump's been going after him and stuff and saying he was terrible at his job and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I feel like he always does that with people that leave. Yeah, dude, of course. It's terrible. That, and, yeah, and I agree. But it's like Jeff Sessions was also one of the very first people to support Trump, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, from what I heard, he did it because of his immigration policy. But he, in the beginning, was like very, very go hard for Trump. Yeah. And uh, now to be where he's at, if so disloyal to that, right. and saying he was terrible at his job, he was awful. Um, and wait, uh, but you thought Trump had loyalty? I didn't. I'm not saying it's disloyal. No I'm way. not saying he yeah. was loyal in the first place. All right. But that's that's what I'm saying. Of I don't know how we got here. Uh, I don't quite know either. All I'm saying about Trump yeah. is. At a time where he could be so unifying, yeah. he's not. I, do, I feel like there's something about hating the media. Yeah, yeah that's what you said. Yeah, that's what I just hate the division. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Trump's division is mm-hmm. real. I don't think the media's division is real. I think if you talk to the average American, mm-hmm. I think. Well, I, okay. To us, I think what you're relying on too is people being open-minded, and a lot of people aren't. And Coulter. That's who and wrote, co- in Trump we trust. And culture? Okay, mm-hmm. I thought you said and culture. And I was like, yeah, and culture. And culture. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. But, Sorry, what'd you say? Yeah, I, I think, too, what you're saying, like, uh, in yours is that you're expecting people to be open-minded when it comes to these things, too, and and cultured. And but I just, it, we meet so many people that aren't. I mean, like, just look at the people we work with. Like, how many, those people aren't open to certain things. So that was kind of going back to our point before of, like you feel like we aren't inherently that way, and I'm just like, we may not want to be, but there's certain things that it's so ingrained now that it's going to be very, very hard to get rid of them. And I, well, do you think there's how many people do you think that we work with? Obviously, mm-hmm. you don't have to name any of them, right? But how many people do you think that we work with hate you because of your skin? Do you think there's there? Don't get me wrong, because of that place, I wouldn't doubt it if there's one or two. Yeah. But do you think there's a good majority? Do you think there's even more than a few? So my thing is, there's a very thin line between, um, like, when someone hates you, when they tolerate you and still dislike you. And And dislike you because of the color of Yes, simply because of that. Yeah, yeah. But that can apply to to numerous things, but in this situation, yes. In full disclosure, obviously, you know, I wouldn't know. Right. Yeah, right, and right, that's right, not right. something that I like. I might be able to see somebody yeah. and you know view their. I like to think I'm a good judge of character right, for right. the most part, um, but still that aspect I can only judge from what I see. Right. right. right? So um, if they act completely different around me versus you, that's not something I can yeah. see. I I wouldn't say that there there was many, uh, but then again though I I can't quite use myself like as a as a sample. Well, I'm just, I'm not saying of America. No, right? no, just, just like it's even like as far as work goes. Just yeah. because like I feel like okay, like I've I've kind of like built a rapport with people mm-hmm. in there to a certain extent. So it's like even people, new people <laughs> fair, that fair enough. You know okay. what I mean? Like like yeah. well, like even new people that come in, like I at least try to say, hey, what's up? So let's say even if you even forget you just don't like somebody because of the way they look. If they just kind of you know just said something to you, you at least just out of courtesy. Oh, hey. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you kind of maybe you just kind of just remove them from your mind mm-hmm. in a sense. That's why I say like that tolerate is very thin. Um, but I, I, mean, I wouldn't say many though. No. But now nah, if there was some other people in there though, 
a thousand percent yes if you have a room if you have a room full of kkk members versus a room full of average americans yeah obviously that's different right right and that's so i think but you gotta think the kkk's when they take that outfit off they do become quote-unquote average americans no that's i'm not saying outfit off i'm not i'm saying who they are whether it's fake or not i mean i like that's just we talked about it before I don't know if it ever got aired. It might have been one of our technical difficulties one. Yeah. Um, how many members of the... Uh, oh, yeah. I think you looked at it. I think you said it was like 10,000 or something like less. that. Yeah. That we know of. Obviously, there could be some in hiding. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I Again, being you know, being a white guy, I'm sure it's different. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I'm just, sure I just is, think... But, I mean, I do agree with you. I don't know if it'll be 10 years. But I definitely agree with you. Like ten years, I'm just using that as an example. Right. I do think over time, eventually, things will get to where people are like just more open minded about it. Like I said, but in the South, though, there's not many people that are moving to like, for instance, like the the heart of the South, quote unquote, like the Mid South. Mm-hmm. So people are going to like you know the bottom, closer to the beach, that are from the North. But like, if you notice, like a lot of those the bigger cities, and like for instance, let's take the Northeast. Like one of my main reasons for wanting to move there is simply for the different cultural experiences, because there's so many like, so when I was traveling for ball and stuff, there's so many things that I got to experience. And I was like, cause I, I didn't travel a lot before then. Like I've been a couple of like places on cruises and stuff, but mm-hmm. not like, you know, he just with in here in America. Yeah. And like when you go to those big cities, you know, for those tournaments and those camps and stuff, it's different. Well, yeah, dude, you get like when you stop and like walk down a street corner, like or like walk down a street. This is where like a predominant group of people live, and you just get to see like what their culture is like from like where they're from, mm-hmm. and like their food and stuff. And like you're like, dang, dude, it's so it's so cool to actually like be in it because this is gonna sound so corny, but like for a moment you can honestly like be a foreigner still in your own homeland yeah. because like you just see how these people are, and you're like, dang. Like, okay, but that's me looking at it, like, with an open mind, where I could see, like, on the flip of that coin, somebody that's closed-minded, they're like, why in the hell are they doing all this around here? They should be assimilating, or they should be doing this, that, and the third. And I get to a certain degree you should, uh, but I don't want you to lose what makes you you either, because you bringing that in here gives me an educational experience and a learning experience, and I also get to experience something that I never had before. So let's say, like, I'll use food because that's simple. If I try a dish here and I'm like, oh, my God, that's from that's from Greece. Now I'm more interested in going to Greece. You see what I'm saying? Well, what do you like, think? So not that everybody's like this. Devin's yeah. family, my wife, Devin, right. um, her family is a special kind of family. They're, they're like a, I would say, an outlier okay. in a lot of people just because of who they are. Um, so... I mean, one of them be, being they do mission trips, not for that, not for posting it on Facebook or Instagram or wherever. They have done them always because they genuinely believe in them. Right. right? They genuinely believe that they're spreading the word of God and helping people that need help. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what about you know? I, I have in, a, a thought on that too. They they go to another culture, right? Right. They embrace that culture. And I mean, at least they believe they're helping right. and then they bring it back. And I mean, Devin's family has gone as far as to like bring in people from Honduras. Yeah. Okay. And there's, there's one story about the church of Christ here in Walter Hill. I 
guess this, this probably technically isn't Walter Hill. Yeah. But anyway, Walter Hill, for anybody that doesn't know, basically almost a city within Murfreesboro that doesn't yeah. exist. It's just on the outskirts. <laughs> yeah. Right? So there's a Walter Hill Church of Christ. Um, yeah. They helped somebody from Honduras who they met through their mission trips. He used to drive the bus, I think. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the cartel was after, or a cartel was after him. Uh-huh. Um, and so he had to like lay low in Mexico for a while. But anyway, they got him an apartment and all this kind of stuff here in the States. And for his him, his wife, and his child... And I don't think, I know a church is different and, you know, they're supposed to be moral. Right. So maybe they are kind of on the outlier sense of it. Mm-hmm. But I think to just completely gloss over the fact that those people do exist, right. I think that's hard. Right. I mean, I, I, I think. Are you saying as far as like, like people doing good exist? Like in key, yeah, for sure. No, okay. And I, I don't mean, think, I don't I, think they're I think, few and far in between. The, I really you you think there's more people doing good than not? Yeah. hundred percent. And that's, uh, so the thing that I, I say to, the thing that I say to everybody yeah. as a server is 90 in even working in retail. Cause right. I've done both. They're both awful. Uh-huh. Working with the people, I will say for the most part is awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Still, what I say is 98% of the people that I deal with are either great mm-hmm. or they're just fine, right? Mm-hmm. They come in, they eat, they tip, they leave. Right. You know, whatever. It's fine to deal yeah. with them. But it's the 2% of people that are just garbage that you don't want to deal with mm-hmm. and can ruin your day if you let it. Yeah, and they just Every now yeah. and then you have a day full of those people. Right. Yeah, yeah. But every now and then you have a great day yeah. with nothing but great people. Right. True. Right? And so that's... I don't know. Um, Maybe again, that's me being a little bit more optimistic. optimistic. I was gonna say that because I okay, okay. When you mentioned the the, the mission stuff, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with missions at all. I do think it's necessary. I do think it's a calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to emphasize the calling part, and I so I can't speak for them. I don't know what they do, um, but I do say I do think a lot of people. This kind of goes back to my adoption type of rant that I had that one time. <laughs> I do think people do it more uh, for the thrills and feels of it. Well, that's, so why, that's why it's bothered Well, me. that's why I said, you know, they're not the people that post about it on, you right. know, uh, not um, only to do it, to post about it on right, Facebook. Right. But then you get back to two, is there such thing as a selfless act? Oh, because, yeah, I, I think so. But if it makes you feel good, oh, no, 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 no. then it's not considered selfless. Oh, really? Dang. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. So I, I, I mean, so with that, like with that way of thinking about it, yeah. Then I guess not. Then why would you, right? Okay, yeah. Now Dang, I do, okay. I don't agree with. So like the videos you'll see scrolling through Facebook or even sometimes on YouTube of like, oh, I gave this homeless yeah, man a thousand dollars. Right. I hate those people, <laughs> dude. I wish. Yeah. I would. I'm, not that I necessarily would rather that homeless person have a less than a thousand dollars, but. I hate those people for doing those videos. Recording it. Yeah. If you're going to do it, just do it. Right. Even if it, like, that's where, like, if it makes you feel good, that's fine. Yeah. If you're not going to consider. It's almost they call it a humble brag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's just bragging at that point. Right. Of just Because you're right in the face. Right? Yeah. Like. See, and that's, I mean, don't get me wrong, because some of those I do like, and then some of them, like you said, I'm annoyed by. Most, pretty much all of them. All of them. I don't See, like a single one. Okay, how that Any feels? video on Facebook of someone being so kind and soup, unless, unless, you, so like uh, Matt, mm-hmm. you know Matt, mm-hmm. we work with Matt, right, he's a good yeah. guy. Um, 
he uh, one time Devin and I were walking out of Cracker Barrel at the end of a shift. He just walked over, hand some money to a homeless guy. Not that I necessarily believe that's the right thing to do, in but right. so, you know, to a beggar, I just don't trust people in right. that sense, right? Like, why is he there? No. Anyway, <laughs> but he handed a few bucks to him and moved Walked on off. about his day, yeah. right? And if I hadn't said anything about it right now, no one other than me, Matt, and Devin would know, know yeah. anything other about it, right? Like right. he just did it to do it, mm-hmm. and probably something inside him was like, ah, that was a good thing I did. Right, right. But that doesn't mean he had, you know, that's the only reason he did it. Right, right. You know, he's just a good guy. Okay, and so. so why did why would somebody have to film you giving 40 giving sandwiches money? to homeless people? Okay, okay, so I'm, I know in a certain sense some people try to do it to get, like, sponsors, to get other people to kind of get with the calls, to help to get more supplies, so I can kind of see that. But kind of. What you're saying is like how you feel about seeing those videos is almost how I feel about like when I see certain ministries doing like those missions trips. And I only say that because when I meet the people, they suck. And I and I don't know how you could possibly feel anything for anyone else anywhere else if you suck here to people that are around you. Well, that's what no, and that's where I agree. And so right, I just, and that's why I made the point of like I think that people. The people that I've met that have gone on these mission trips to Honduras and they've went to Africa as well, um, but they all seem genuine about it, right? Yeah. They, it's not like a let's plan a mission trip, you know, once every five years. Right. right? They do a couple of years sometimes, yeah. right? And so, like, they do it whenever they can. And uh, you know, I I know, I just I don't know. I just I don't like to gloss over that because and, of the bad. Yeah, because of yeah. that. I mean, that makes sense. And again, I I try to, like I said, I, optimism typically always kicks in. I can't say typically always, but typically it kicks in. Yeah, yeah. To where I'm like, okay, I see the bad in this, and like, but I also see the good. I'm seeing what good comes out of mm. it. So, though I may not agree with it completely, I can understand what it does. So, I just my final thought. Yeah. Of this podcast is I believe that the idea of America is great, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And I think, I know a lot of people look at MAGA and think it's stupid and, and think that it's a problem, but yeah. the the Make America Great Again, to me, was the was not the, the 40s and the 50s or the 20s or even the 1800s or, you know, the 1600s, whenever, yeah. right? When obviously wasn't great yeah things were but to me bad. the idea of you know all men are created equal mm-hmm. the idea of that it has not always been practiced I was, right. i'm never gonna try to say that it was right but the idea of that to me is great right, right. and i think that's a hundred percent what we should be doing and striving for yeah and i think to for the media to have this idea of everything sucks we need to change it all. I think that's stupid, and I think it's wrong. Well, do I agree? Yeah. Uh, I guess my final thoughts for it is just intentions. Just make sure intentions are. What are the intentions of what's happening? And I, I think that could apply to everything that we were talking about. Yeah. No, I agree. Just about yeah. For sure. Just the intentions of everything. Um. But no, that's about it. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, go follow. Sometimes offensive. Yeah. 
subscribe to it, rate it. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. This has been a fun one. Yeah, so I, I like it. Yeah, turned uh, turned into something pretty good. So I like it.